Life's better with some good company. You're listening to the Good Co. Podcast with Brett and Emma. Discuss the hot topics, the hard ones, and everything in between. Here's the Good Co. Podcast with your hosts, Brett and Emma. Yeshua, you are a friend <laughs> of sinners. <laughs> your mercy is a cleansing river. You're washing over me forever. I am yours. And you are mine. Yes, you are the one that we, we call Jesus. <laughs> who knows our every thought and weakness. The kindness of your heart, it, it heals us. I am yours. And you are mine. Welcome to the you Good Code Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today and clicking play on the Good Code Podcast. I'm Emma here with Brett. Do I keep that? Do I keep all that? Yeah, why not? Okay. Maybe cut out a little. Maybe we'll go big time. It was a little long. <laughs> okay, we're going to go big time. Can you auto-tune me to not be pitchy? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I thought our harmonies were just perfect. Uh, we didn't really ever harmonize. Brian and Ellen, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yo mama, so good. Hey. Yo mama, so good. Oh, true. Yeah. Mama's day was yesterday. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I just got to say... We have some great moms. Yeah. Both of our moms are good moms. Actually, I have two moms. Straight up, though, I have two moms now. Crazy. You did only have one. But then I got married. But then you had two. Yeah. Math. Yeah. So I, I just got to say shout out to both of my moms. My my mama, who is just amazing. Shiny. Yes. She executed a wedding over the weekend praise the lord uh, <laughs> and one thing about my mom that i just love so much is that she serves god and she's actually taught me what service to the church looks like through her piano Aww. playing and so if you ever look at our hope fm facebook page over the weekend you you may have seen a picture of me and my mom but i, I just love playing in worship team with her she's she's amazing that's she's sweet. such a hard worker and i think that's kind of where i just have this desire to just work what what quality do you think you most get from your mom? My sweet spirit. Aww. And my good looks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to my mom in love. Cute. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say that. Um, over the weekend, I got another mom because I got married, and I seriously couldn't ask for a better second mom. Like, seriously. Okay, it is worth noting that we aren't literally recording this two days after Brett got married. He's gone on this honeymoon, but we're recording it a couple days before Yeah, that. that's fair. That's fair. So I, I haven't technically gotten married, but... But he knows when this airs, he will have been married. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also technically not after Mother's Day, but it really is after Mother's Day that you're listening yeah. to this. So we are celebrating our moms in spite of us recording this before Mother's Day. Inception. Also, I didn't get either of my moms anything for Mother's Day. <laughs> so that is really bad. Don't be I, like me. I got my mom something and I actually got my spiritual mom something too. And oh. I didn't want to ruin it and share what it is on air, but this is going to air after they already get it. So I guess, mm -hmm. I guess I can share Do it. it. I got them both car air fresheners with my face on them that hang like from the mirror and freshens their car. At least you freshen something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually a really cool idea. Isn't Why didn't cute? I get one? I don't know. I should have you told you my idea. Sorry. You, you should have literally shared that with me. Next time, will you just let me know? Like, give me a heads up when <laughs> Father's Day is coming around because and tell I you what I'm getting my this. dad. Yes. Yes. You, you're gonna have two dads now too. So. Oh man. Double the trouble. The budget. Aubrey, Aubrey will help you. She's got some good ideas, I'm sure. Oh, she's brilliant at this kind of stuff. She's just brilliant. Period. <laughs> 
I want to shout out my mom too. Can't forget her. She is the sweetest woman I know. Honestly, like the most compassionate, most forgiving woman. One thing that stands out about my mom the absolute most to me is like how quick she is to forgive. Mm. I remember one specific time when I was being extra awful as a teenager and I knew that I caused the problem. Like I started the argument and then I stormed off to my room and she came up and apologized to me because she raised her voice after I'd been yelling at her. And I was so mad because I was like, how dare you take the high road when I'm still mad. (laughs) (laughs) But I think about that all the time because that was true for my whole childhood. She was always so quick to forgive and ask for forgiveness. And I want to be half the forgiver that she is one day. You went so like deep with that. And I'm like sitting, now I need to think about, yeah. my mama is just so great. Okay, both you of them. Said, you said good things about them. <laughs> no, I love that. That does seem like an Aunt Beth kind of thing. Yeah, she's sweet. If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast. Today, Brett and I want to talk about how there is more. And that's kind of a broad topic. We have a couple of different ways we want to talk about it, but... I think one of the main things as we've been discussing this that brought us to this topic in general was just this idea that like when God asks you to give something up, he gives you something so much greater Mm. in return. And that's kind of like the baseline of what we've been talking about and discussing this is that it feels like a lot and it feels really difficult to give up whatever he's asking you to give up. But knowing that when I give this thing up, He's not going to leave me empty. There's not going to be a hole there. He's going to fill it even better than it was filled when I tried to fill it myself. I love that we are tackling this conversation today because literally yesterday I had a conversation with actually what I would call a newer mentor in my life. He doesn't know that he's going to be a mentor in my life yet, but spoiler (laughs) alert, he's going to be. Um, So he actually said this one phrase and I I had to write it down because it was just so profound to me. He said, faith isn't a transactional moment, but a consistent relationship. Mm. And as we talk about this, there is more, I kind of want this to be like the groundwork that we're setting um, because faith isn't just that transactional moment. If we think about faith as um, you repent, you pray the prayer and you're, you're just saved, then it it becomes a transaction. Mm. And then I, I, for me, at least it felt like I was missing the beauty of what faith really is. Because if you think about faith as this consistent relationship with Jesus, the things that you get from him are just incredible. Yeah. And so I I just don't want you or myself to miss the opportunity to let him transform, renew, or even breathe fresh things into you, fresh pieces of his spirit into you, because that's what happens as you really seek the heart of Jesus. And I love that you said that because the piece of that that I just latched onto and was starting to think about as you were saying it is the piece of more of his spirit. And as long as mm-hmm. we're here on earth, there's always more. Like, it's not like there's more if you're not a Christian or there's more if you've only been a Christian for two years. It's like, it does not matter how far along in your walk you are, there's more. Because this side of heaven, we're never gonna know all of God or Jesus and we're never gonna get to have like, full no like no sin fully holy fully righteous this side of earth there's always more that we can know about him more that we can look like him and Mm. all the things that come with that and actually another piece of this conversation after you say that just keeps flashing pieces of this conversation back into my mind he said there's a reason that he's been in youth ministry his entire career Mm. um he said because you young young people 
tend to just tell you the straight truth without even knowing that they're doing it at times. And he said, so when, when I'm around young people, as I'm pouring into young people and I allow them to pour into himself as well, it allows him to realize that he has not arrived yet. And the whole idea of that I've arrived, I feel like that is such a hindrance to allowing yourself to experience the more that there is. That's really good. And so I want you to know I have not arrived. Emma would say the same thing. She has not arrived. I don't think anybody on this earth, this side of heaven, will ever fully arrive. And, it, and we shouldn't because we, we, we need to be seeing that there's so much more, even for somebody who's been a Christian their entire life. Totally. And so when we say more, there's more, Brett, what are some of the things that we mean? Like, what is there more of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I wrote down a few that that I've experienced personally. Um, Again, I haven't arrived, but these are just things that I've experienced as I've allowed the Holy Spirit to do a work in my life. Uh, Joy. And actually today I was having a rough morning. And so I had to pray and he literally breathed into me the joy that that he had. Mm. So there was joy, there's freedom peace, true love, mercy and grace, and strength. And those are things that I've experienced. There's so much more, (laughs) more that that God can give you, but those are things that I've experienced personally so that I know for a fact that he will do for you. Yeah, that's really good. And that was the perfect example. You're saying literally this morning you had to go back and like pray, spend time with him, and then he filled you with joy. Mm -hmm. That's like the perfect example of what we're talking about is there's always more to be had. Like I'm sure you've experienced joy of the Lord before, Mm -hmm. but in this moment you needed like a special dose of it (laughs) and you needed to go back to the source and be sourced directly by him. Yeah. And I think, um, as we were even prepping for this conversation, this topic, I was like, how am I supposed to talk about there is more if I don't allow myself to experience it even today. And I think there's there's uh, a beautiful saying out there. It says, there, his mercies are new each morning. Mm. And so I think that that serves to what we're talking about today. If you feel like you had a bad day yesterday, turn the page because there is so much more. His mercies are new each morning. Mm-hmm. Restart. Get yourself realigned with what he wants for you. And I think as you seek him, he's going to show you, okay, I will give you this. And so as we even talk about this more today, there have been times in my own life that I look back and see that I've, I've literally pushed off my faith to that singular moment that I was talking about earlier, mm. that singular transactional moment. And I just thought, okay, I'm saved and it's just easier to live in the life that I've already set for myself. But I had to get to a point where I was literally disgusted with how I was living because I started to see that as I gave these things up, God will give me so much more in spite of it. Mm. And so I don't I don't know where you're at today, but it's oftentimes uncomfortable to let God reveal those sins in your life, those big things, especially if your sin is a defining thing about your life. Mm. And I, we're not going to get into those, but there's a lot of sin out there right now that people wear as a title. Mm-hmm. And so it is going to be extremely hard as you give these things up. It's going to take huge sacrifice But what we're here to tell you today is that there is so much more right up on the horizon that as you give this up and you let God fill that void, fill that space that you're giving up, the things that he's going to give you are so much better than what you're sitting in. God never takes more than he gives. Mm. Never. And I know it can be hard to feel that way when he's asking you to give up something or when he's asking me to give up something that is so important to me and so 
maybe even a defining thing in Mm -hmm. my life. And it can be really difficult for me to say yes to that. But something that helps is knowing that he never takes more than he gives. And so if he's asking me to give this up, it's because he wants to fill it with something even better. And for a while, as I was wrestling with this idea, I thought that that meant if I gave God my job, then God would give me a job that I loved. And if I gave Mm. God my finances, then God would bless me in my finances. And what I've come to realize is that I was focusing on the temporary and (laughs) God focuses on the eternal. That's super good. And so when I'm focused on things that are going to fade away, God's saying, I want to take some of those things that are going to fade away and give you something that's lasting, give you something eternal, which can only be found through him because he's the only thing that is eternal, that always is and always was. And so when you're processing through like, do I really want to give this up? Does this really matter? Is this really going to affect my relationship with God? It does. It does matter and know that he is not the type of God who takes something just to take it. It's good. He takes it to give and to give better. And uh, just even a quick personal story of mine. um, And I I was wrestling whether I was going to share this or not, but probably four years ago now, I was actually in a relationship and for a long time I had been looking for value in relationships Mm. and in, in people. And I felt like God was telling me very clearly that this relationship wasn't the right thing. So I, so I ended it. I stepped away from it. I started a mentorship with my pastor, who is actually still currently my pastor. And he challenged me to take a year off of even being, or of, of even looking for a relationship. So in the midst of this year, I was seeking the Lord. I was trying to grow my faith to get it to a point where I could actually walk into a relationship. And within two months of this year being over, so 10 months in, I, I wasn't looking for anything. God God brought Aubrey to my church. Mm. And I saw her the first Sunday. And I was like, oh, there's something different about her. There's just something different about her. And, and in that moment, I didn't realize that God was giving me so much more. In this moment, he said, mm. I, I really felt like he was telling me, like, you've been faithful over this last year of really seeking me, seeking me first and putting me first in your life, that I want to I wanna reward you with the desire of your heart. And the desire of my heart was to find a future wife. And I, I didn't want to go through any more relationships of um, that would that would end in heartbreak or, or failure, that kind of thing. But as I, as I entered into this relationship with her, I started realizing that she was every single thing that I had written down on my list that I needed in a woman. And so as I look back on that, on that time, I didn't realize it, but God was asking me to give something up, asking me to refocus myself on him. And in spite of all of that, he gave me so much more in the form of this woman that I am now married to. Yeah. And probably at the time, it felt like there was no end in sight. Mm -hmm. It probably felt like kind of hopeless, kind of like, God, what are you doing? I don't see you in this. But still, he shows up every single time. Yeah. That's awesome. One other thing that I do think is worth noting in this conversation is that God created us and he created us for a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And that purpose was relationship with him. Like if you take it all the way back when he created Adam and Eve in the garden, he created them for a relationship. We talked a little bit about this on the last podcast too, but I think it plays into this too, because it plays into the like, he knows me better than I know me. He created me. He knows like everything that's going to make me whole, everything he created me to be. And because of sin, I'm fallen. 
but I can trust that he has my best interest in yeah. mind and that when I feel like I know best and I feel like there's a specific way I want to go, that his way is better, even when I can't see it, even when it doesn't make sense. And that relationship with him and pursuing that above all else is better and what I was created for, which means I'm going to feel more fulfilled in that than doing anything else. If you're, if you're thinking to yourself right now, okay, okay, Brett, and I'm like, I get it. I get that there's so much more. I think first things first, you need to define or find what what that thing is that God is asking you to give up. And it might not be a, an immediate thing that you think of. But understanding that to what you said, Emma, the relationship is what he desires first and foremost. Mm-hmm. If you seek him, he's going to reveal things. Our God is not a God of, of confusion. He's not going to hold you over a barrel and wait for you to do just the right thing. He's going to reveal it to you in due time. If you are still waiting on that breakthrough or him to reveal something for you, he's it's not his time yet. So be patient in the waiting. Seek him first and foremost, and he will reveal to you that peace that maybe you are needing to give up. And if you don't need to give something up right now, I just encourage you, seek him wholeheartedly. And I promise you, you have not arrived yet. It's a hard truth. It is. I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> but he will show you where you need to grow. Even if the something you need to give up is literally time, even if it's an extra 10 minutes in the morning, like it's, oh God, I really want to start my day with you. And you feel like that's what he's impressing on you. Start with 10 minutes in the morning. Even if you do 30 minutes at night, maybe Mm -hmm. it's that extra time, or maybe it's just being aware when you're going out places. How can I encourage people? How can I spread God's love everywhere I go? We've talked about that in some of the other episodes too. I think it doesn't need to be this really big sin, but it's ultimately just about focusing more on him. And sometimes that is big sin. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's really little steps and not even sin, but just, okay, God, I'm giving you more so that you can give me more. I'm giving you more so I can have more relationship with you and know you just a little bit deeper than I already do. The Good Co. Podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions, and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. So normally at this time, I would play you a really cool sound effect, which I might just do it just for the sake of it. So yeah, I'm going to do it. Mailbag. But today, we don't actually have a whole lot of mailbag stuff, um, but Emma's got some really, really bad news for you. Yeah, this is this is the down to business stuff. This is like the serious mom and dad talk. They pull you into the family room and they're like, "We need to have a family meeting." You made it this far, so don't don't give up on us now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are actually going to take a break from our podcast. This was season one. Season one is concluded. Don't worry, we're not done. We're going to take about a month off, and June nineteenth, yes. we're going to come back and start season two. And it's gonna be all the same stuff you know and love, but we have talked about making it a little bit more focused on ministry. And I I hope that if you've enjoyed this podcast so far, I promise you it's not gonna be that much different. We need a break. Brett Brett needs time to go on a honeymoon and, you know, be married. (laughs) And we hope that you always continue to, like, reach out to us. Please, please, please use our website, our page on the website, to send your prayer requests because we are still going to be responding. Yes. Um, we're just taking a break from the content piece because we actually have some other really fun things in the hopper mm-hmm. that we just can't quite tell you yet because it's it's actually like big deal kind of stuff. But I promise you it will be good. And it will actually, I think, make our podcast a lot better. I think so too. And I think it will make recording the podcast very easy for us. It will make 
um, the content will just kind of flow a little bit easier. So that's just kind of a teaser. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But... We hope that you'll stick with us, and we cannot wait to see you for season two. It's going to be good. It's going to be big, better than ever, I think. Big. And we hope to see you there. Huge. See you June 19th. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and if you have a prayer request, myhopefm.net, or if you just want to reach out to us, myhopefm.net. Also, click on air, click podcast, and then click Brett's beautiful face standing next to Emma. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You don't think your face is beautiful? Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. Podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast. Podcast.